Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Flashback Friday, everybody. <laughs> That's right. FBF, baby. FBF as opposed to TBT, which is what we normally do. That's but what we used to call it. <laughs> but now we're FBFing, we're TBTing, right. we're FBFing. It depends on how we're feeling. Are we going to do a Thursday or are we a little busy? Right. We're going to do a Friday. It's a little busy this week, so here we are. Maybe Tuesday at 6 o'clock. Week. It'll drop. <laughs> I don't even know. We say that every week. What day of the week is it? We don't know what it is. Hope you're doing well, everybody. Um, hey, First of all, if you missed us on trivia last Saturday, uh, don't worry about it. But I will say you did miss the wonderful Kevin David Thomas doing what he does best, singing from the golden age. We had a fun time. We had some 1950s action. It was really, really fun. I had a good time singing those songs. We had a we had a lovely time, folks. We're always so happy when you can come join us. And we hope you join us again next Saturday. Not this Saturday, not tomorrow, but the weekend after, which I believe is the 12th. Um, and is that right? right. Yeah. Is, is that yeah. right, folks? December. You tell us, folks. You let us know. December 12th at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard yes. Time. Um, we will be doing uh, trivia again. And this time, it's going to be the musical of the 2000s the aughts i should be more specific the aughts, you can't folks. stop the beat folks you, you're not going to be able to stop it so you um no we're going to go through uh hairspray the producers millie a lot of good sure ones spring, spring awakening will be there I'm sure. i would hope so a good one. <laughs> what's that <laughs> that's uh if we skip that one you won't see me shedding a lot of tears that's all I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I, and this, I, we keep opinions out of this podcast, but I've never been a big fan of that show. I hate to say it out loud. I think I missed the generation. Like I was just a little too old when I saw the original. So I was like, "What? It's you guys. Wait till you have to pay a mortgage. It's really going to get bad." Did you like Rent? Were you a renter? But you were a rent right? Loved Rent. But see, that was my generation. That, that was you. my... that Yeah, and I wonder if people maybe 15 years older than me was like, ugh, it's Rent. What are they complaining about? What are, although, what are they? Eh, although they were... Those were real situations that were... What do they know? Well, no, that was, that was a big complaint from a lot of people that saw Rent that were older at the time, which was like, why don't they get a job? If you read right. uh, Michael Riedel's new book that just came out, uh, which we talked about uh, on, I think, a couple, maybe last podcast, yeah, yeah. which was Singular Sensation. He talks some about that in uh, how older people were like, "Got a job, you crazy kids!" <laughs> oh, it's like what they're saying to artists now. <laughs> now that they're on COVID break, a, you know, now get a real job. Now, now that, that I'm done yelling gone. at you, I'm going to go back to Facebook, and it's like, yeah. our, and it's like, okay, all right, fine, all right. Uh, angry people, we have angry people. But we're not angry, are we? We're very happy because no, today we're in the land of musical theater. We've got favorite things today. What, who wants to go first? I'm I'm excited. Uh, You're excited. Uh, you know what? I'll go first because mine is sort of a recapitulation on what we talked about on the uh, trivia night. Actually, um, the, I, t- I mentioned a book uh, on trivia night that I was just uh, you know in the middle of reading, and I that's going to be my favorite thing this week <gasps> is this Ooh. book that I had mentioned. I'm going to hold it up to you, Rob. Settle in, folks. Settle and in. It's called <laughs> Broadway. 
to Main Street, how show tunes enchanted America. Um, this Not changed I, America, enchanted America. Enchanted America. Um, and I must say, I found this book to be utterly enchanting. What is this enchanting book about, Kevin? Okay, I'm going to just read a little bit of the open cover just so I, I could explain it, but I think this is going to be much more efficient. Um, the music of Broadway is one of America's most unique and popular calling cards in Broadway to Main Street, how show tunes enchanted America. Author Lawrence Maslin tells the story of how the most beloved songs of the American musical theater made their way from the theater district to living rooms across the country. Uh, it really goes through the history of the popular song uh, and, and, and also, you know, through record sales and through sheet music. He, he goes to, to the very advent of what popular song, you know, listening was like at the turn of the century, how people, all these songs were from Broadway shows and that in Tin Pan Alley days, they were just pumping out song, I mean, supply and demand. The, the demand was so huge that the supply could be just enormous with the, the songwriters. Now, not all songs were great, um, and you had just people in back offices just like pounding out show tunes to get sold onto the sheet music. So it catalogs the early days of that. And then going into the recorded song, how that changed Broadway, and how, and this is the thing that I really rocked me, Rob, was um, <clears throat> this notion that all of the record companies in the 40s, well, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and even a little bit to today. I mean, look at uh, SpongeBob SquarePants was produced by a, a corporation, um, a Nickelodeon. I mean, they wanted to make their money. Um, they all all these Columbia, Sony, they all invested in the Broadway shows so they could have the score. So if I was opening in a, and I didn't know this, uh, and I just found this so fascinating the way he tells it, that um, you know, I could be this lead of some you know, show that's coming to Broadway. Um, let's just say it's like Fanny or something. you know, like Not a big hit, but a show that was going to have a run by Harold Rome. Um, all of the songs from my show would already been playing on the radio before my show even came to New York. I didn't know that. I just didn't realize that. And so a lot of these songs, they, these the record companies were like fighting for these scores. So their way in was, well, I'll just, I'll just, I'll invest in the show, and then I can have the score. So then they became this fight over all these people for the scores. And yet, some of the scores were like not hits. You know, like Drat the Cat, not a hit. They still invested in the score, thinking it might be, and then hoping that perhaps you know someone like Barbara Streisand might you know sing a song. She does, and then they can make a lot of money because of this one single. Um, he also g talks about uh, Goddard Lieberson, uh, Thomas uh, Shepard, who was one of our previous guests, um, and he goes through the history of what the you know the impact that they had and the importance that they had on the cast album and keeping show music alive. He talks about Ed Sullivan, and then he he brings it all the way up into the current day, um, talking how like the last time we had a, a you know a, a chart on the Billboard charts, you know, a um, cast album was Hair uh, that it ranked you know got up, and then four decades. Decades later is the next time that we have a cast album on the charts. Um, and so the history of all of it um, just really w is well explained and well described. Uh, 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 Professor Maslin, because he teaches uh, at uh, NYU. He has, it's not just like, you know, uh, there's a lot of pictures in this book, but one of the coolest parts about it, and I'm, I'm curious if more books are going to be like this going in, in the future, Rob, and uh, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this before, but you go to the first page, and it says, about the companion website. There's a companion website that provides more context and a musical landscape through which the reader can better understand the complex decisions at play during the cultural journey. Meaning, you know, a lot of, for instance, I didn't know Jackson 5 put out a single of Corner of the Sky. Never knew that. Didn't know that because Motown Records produced 
the Pippin cast album. It was the first time that they invested in a cast album. And of course, they're going to ask their roster of singers to cover the hits. So then you can go to the website that I had up on my phone the whole time I'm reading and click the, the title, and then you hear a clip of, you know, this Jackson 5 song. And then that's in the gives you, you know, greater context of what's going on. Um, or it could be talking about the orchestrations, how, you know, the different versions of If He Walked Into My Life, you know, were, were produced. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And so I think that's, it, it, there, there's a real, it, it doesn't read like a reference book at all. It definitely reads more like a Michael Riedel type book, if we may, you know, where it ha- he brings, you know, the, a narration to this. And, and as he's going in, uh, you know, order, a chronological order in time, um, you really see th- where we are today, like how we got to Hamilton sort of breaking through uh, and, and how special that was, because you see the history and context of, you know, how hard, you know, how hard it was to, to make these songs popular um, by pop singers and how the industry almost died because after, you know, Little Night Music, the 70s, you, nobody wanted to sing those kinds of songs anymore. And he really takes you on that journey of how it's sort of come full circle with that Hamilton mixtape album that came out with all the pop singers covering it and how that became a big hit. So I learned a lot. I had a great time reading it. And I think, our, I think our, you listeners, I think you would really, really, really enjoy this, especially if you're a cast album collector. Um, you like your cast albums. This is a very sleek book. Oxford Press put it out. It's really, really well done. Um, and I, I can't speak enough about it. So thank you, um, Lair, Lawrence uh, Maslin, and uh, Broadway to Main Street, How Show Tunes Enchanted America. Check it out. It's a great book. I love how enchanted that is. That sounds so fancy. Um, I was really into it. I really dug it. I had a great time reading it. Yeah, I, I recommend it to you too, my friend. You're right. It's it's an absolutely fantastic book. Um, and yeah, I have seen a lot of those things where mostly in textbooks where there is a, a you know a, a supplemental website where you can go and get more information. But Larry's book, I think, is one of the first I've seen that are popular. You know, that are not textbook related. That does it right, and he does it really well. We talked about this on the last pod on the uh, on the quiz. Uh, sorry, on the trivia evening that we did on Saturday. And one of the things that we had mentioned is uh, the person that runs uh, the theater company with me, Spotlight Theater Company, is Jim Jamiro, who's uh, one of the foremost experts on uh, the American popular song, uh, specifically in the the golden age uh, of this era, which is something that Lawrence talks about a lot. And Jim is giving a lecture, and we'll post a this on our Instagram and Facebook, but I would encourage you all to go. Um, it's really, really interesting. It's called Jim's uh, Jukebox. It's going to be December 9th, uh, which is a Wednesday at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Um, as a, And if you're on the East Coast, obviously that's 9 o'clock. And we'll show you a graphic on uh, how you can go and sign up and, and take the class. It's free. What could be better than that? And Jim is a really engaging lecture and a lot of interesting stuff. If you like Lawrence's book, you're going to really love Jim's lecture. So please, please go attend that after you read uh lawrence's amazing book fantastic fantastic i'll check that out rob favorite thing well i do have a favorite thing kevin i'm so i'm so happy you asked um i you know listen it is uh december that means you really can't get out and exercise um it's you know we've been quarantined for so long i think we've all put on the quarantine 19 as the kids call it um and i decided well it's probably about time to like you know lose some of the winter weight um but how to do that in a way that i can only do it in my home and so i started doing some research to see if there were any like you know online workout videos that i could find and of course it took me down a rabbit hole and i'm pleased to announce kevin that my favorite thing for the entire month of december is going to be a theme Every favorite thing in December that we will talk about will all be unified by weight loss and exercise. It's going to be random, various musical theater 
uh, exercises and exercise workout videos that I have encountered in my quest to be a healthier, better person. I am and- so impressed. By the way, I just want to say I'm so impressed that you're you've gone down that rabbit hole and you found that as a way to and- exercise the old heart and get it going. You know, well, I didn't even think that you could go there. I'll look on YouTube for workout. You know, well, you know, that are Broadway I- themed. I will be honest. I will watch them while eating ice cream, so I'm not really doing what they're asking for. <laughs> but I have decided that. I- in the week, I will actually do the exercises of one of the videos and to see which one sticks. And so um, I did this first workout routine. Folks, if you've never seen this before, uh, I encourage you to watch. You can click the link in our description. You can watch the sizzle reel of it. If you've got an hour and a half, you can watch the whole thing. Folks, in 1983, 1983, we're going to go back a little bit. Uh, we were at the height of the workout craze, specifically Jane Fonda. If we all remember Jane Fonda and her her workout videos, I'm sure. Did your mom have one of those, Kevin? Did she have a... Oh, I I remember exactly where I was in my living room watching my mom work out to those videos okay. as a kid. I can remember the move that she had to do. I remember all of it. Yeah. Jazzercise, so, too. Jazzercise was a big one. So uh, if you remember at this era, folks, uh, Jane Fonda not only changed people's lives through, through uh, healthy workouts, she also made a million, millions, and millions of dollars for herself. And every other celebrity saw this and sort of just jumped on the bandwagon. So we're going to 1983, folks, for our first week and we're going to go to uh, a wonderful musical theater star she's also a fantastic movie star as well and that is the incredible debbie reynolds and my favorite thing for this week is 1983's do it debbie's way do it debbie's way so folks here's what debbie reynolds does in this amazing amazing workout video first of all there's no like living room set or a gym set it's like an MGM studio. It looks like Pepto-Bismol threw up all over the walls. It's pink, sheer cur- cur- uh, curtains and carpeting with chandeliers and columns. It makes no sense. She comes out uh, wearing a lovely form-fitting unitard with a nice belt in the middle to cinch the waist, which is very, very classic. But Debbie's not doing it alone. No, you can't do Debbie's way alone. You have to do Debbie's way with people. And the tape is broken up into three segments, and each segment features Debbie working out with various celebrities. Sometimes Terry Garr will pop up, or sometimes Rosemary will pop up. <laughs> um, and if you don't know who any of these names are, don't worry. Go to Cosmic Diner, find the guys arguing about who was the best Sally and Follies. They can explain it to you. Uh, but the best, the best part, honestly, folks, is, is the first segment because she has the great musical theater star of Minnie's Boys, Shelly Winters, working out with her. Now, if you don't know Shelly Winters, she was one of the most incredible actresses that ever lived. Uh, she played Roseanne's grandma, if you were a Roseanne fan. But she also was like in the Diary of Anne Frank. I believe she won two Academy Awards. She's in the Poseidon Adventure. Uh, she's an incredible performer who just lived by her own rules and will not work out at all in the video. She just lays in the back with a sweatshirt that says, I'm only doing it for Debbie. Um, and will like make fun of people and make fun of exercises. And at one point she goes, are your rolls supposed to hurt? And then at one point when Debbie Reynolds is explaining a workout, she just says over her full voice, are you the only blonde Marlon Brando ever went with? And then while all the girls are stretching out of nowhere, Shelly Reynolds goes, I have a game. Who here slept with Howard Hughes? You're lying. You're lying. No, no, no. You can watch this. And you see about three hands pop up (laughs) amongst the group. 
Now, it is reckless. Debbie Reynolds, is it's the most honest workout video ever because all she keeps saying is she hates exercise. She goes, <laughs> I hate exercise. And at one point, after a very strenuous activity, she goes, if I only had a hit record, I wouldn't have to do this. And you're like, good for you. So I find it to be the most honest, brutal, brilliant, hysterical workout video. You will burn calories just simply by laughing at this. Um, I was going to say, did you break a sweat? Did you? I broke a sweat. How was the workout? Now, here's the thing, folks. I can't figure this out. I have heard this story. And if somebody can confirm this for me, I would greatly appreciate it. Apparently, when they were filming it, all these women were drunk is what I have heard. What happened was, as I understand it, was Debbie got all of these people together to to be in the video. And the day before the video, she's like, oh, my God, we've never worked out together. And we should probably, like, rehearse this and go over it. So they all went over to Debbie Reynolds' house. It was her, Rosemary, Deanne Warwick, Terry Gar. Once again, go to Cosmic Diner. The booth will tell you. And that they, like, were all like, okay, we have to work out. We have to be serious. And somehow, Shelly Winters found the key to the liquor cabinet. Mm-hmm. And was like, who wants drinks? Mm-hmm. And they just got shit-faced. And they never worked out. And then the next morning, they're like, well, f- we have to film this. We have to go through with it. So if you watch it with that lens, they look a little wasted. They look a little hungover. They look confused. Debbie Reynolds especially, God bless her, in her opening introduction, looks like she's just woken up. Looks <laughs> beautiful, but looks like emotionally and mentally that she's just woken up. Um, so I think they sweat the liquor out. So once again, folks, mine for this is do it Debbie's way. It's from 1983. You will not be disappointed. You will break a sweat laughing, if nothing else. So thank you, Debbie. That's my favorite thing for this week. And then next week, I'll have another celebrity workout video. Oh, I can't wait to get to Positive Moves by Angela Lansbury. That's, I, I can't wait to get that one. That's a good cool down. I think yeah, that's a really yeah. good It's cool really, down. if you want to get in touch with yourself, um, if you, I mean, uh, literally. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, folks, if you have to get in touch with yourself, that's the best thing to watch. This is a um, great theme. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for this, Rob. This is, uh, thanks. This is fantastic. I, and good I will, for you. I'm so impressed. Yeah. I will give everybody a clue to what next week's will be, if I can. Ooh. I'm going to give you a Yes, hint. please. The same person that, quote-unquote, directed this Debbie Reynolds video will be the director and choreographer no uh, next week's video no no get, no, get ready no, folks no, no, no. because next week's video i was like what am i watching what in god's name am i watching but we'll talk about that next week all right that's mine wait. so <laughs> mine is folks. do it do it oh, debbie's go. way <clears throat> my <laughs> mine is broadway to main street house show tunes enchanted america pick you know you're gonna have a real tough pick today this week so have fun it's a sophie's <laughs> choice work, <laughs> really work out that's it's a Sophie's choice for everybody. Oh All right, goodness. folks. We'll see you next time. Take weekend. care. Stay Bye, safe. Folks. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. 
Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 